My brothers and sisters in the Lord, in 1993, Gary and Mary Jean Chancery was traveling on an Amtrak train that departed from Florida. And they were traveling with their 11-year-old daughter whose nickname was Andy. Andy had cerebral palsy, and so she was confined to a wheelchair. As the Amtrak train was traveling, they went through the state of Alabama. Unfortunately, a barge had hit one of the supporting beams for the train bridge. And the engineers didn't realize how bad the damage was until the Amtrak train traveled over it. And when the train did, it went off the track and into the bayou. It was one of the worst disasters in Amtrak's history. And there was Gary and Mary Jean, trapped with their 11-year-old daughter who was in a wheelchair in one of the passenger cars in the bayou as the car began to fill with water. And so what did they do? Both of the parents picked up each side of the wheelchair and they lifted their daughter to the closest window in order for the rescuers to pull her to safety. And in doing so, they themselves drank. Now, my brothers and sisters, I know many of you are parents, and many of you being parents would certainly give your life for the sake of your children, for their well-being, for their safety, for their very survival. Here's another story. A man by the name of Robert Bonadies in 2002 was both a pilot and he was a skydiving instructor. And so he was giving lessons to a woman by the name of Cynthia. And after the initial lessons, they were going for their first jump. And as they jumped out the plane, the initial jump went well. And Robert and Cynthia were gliding down to the earth at 120 miles an hour. And as usual for the first jump, the instructor is holding on to the person who they're guiding. Well, when they went to make the initial turn in order to get themselves in the position for the dive, Cynthia began to panic. I don't know, maybe if I was going at 120 miles an hour to the earth, I would panic too. But she began to panic and she couldn't get herself into the proper position. And not only could she get herself into the proper position, she was so frank that she couldn't find her ripcord for a parachute. And so Robert Bonadies stayed with her all the extra time that was needed, not only to get her into the correct position, but to pull her ripcord himself. And Cynthia glided to safety. The only thing is that Robert Bonadies didn't have enough time to pull his own ripcord. And so he hit the earth at 120 miles an hour. Now, my brothers and sisters, maybe you would give your life for your children. Maybe you would give your life for a close family member or friend. But what about an acquaintance? Would you give your life for an acquaintance? Would you give your life for a stranger? As Robert Bonadies did. And to put another twist on this, my friends, how many of us would give our life for some sheep? I mean, think about it. If that Amtrak car that went off in the bayou in Alabama 
was filled not with individuals, but was filled with sheep, livestock. And for some reason, you happen to be in that car. How many of you would push the sheep to the window to the rescuers while you yourself drank? Probably not many of us. Jesus says in the Gospel of St. John, there is no greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. I call you friends. My brothers and sisters in the Lord, today on Good Shepherd Sunday, we always hear from the Gospel of St. John, this image that Jesus uses that he is the Good Shepherd. I am the Good Shepherd, I lay down my life for the sheep. And while that is a wonderful image, and certainly was an image that the people of the time could relate to because of their society, we have to remember, my brothers and sisters, that it is a very powerful image. Because what happened on Calvary, my brothers and sisters, was not an equal transaction. God, the only begotten Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, died on that cross for you and for me, mere creatures. Sheep, so that we may have life and may have it more abundantly, so we be could, could be freed from our sinfulness and enjoy the vision of God forever. I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. Who are the sheep, my friends? All of us here, we are the sheep. And Jesus went to the cross for you and for me. But being cheap, my brothers and sisters, it's a very good analogy for us. Because you know what? Sheep are not very intelligent. They're kind of dumb. And they're also a little smelly. I know the children love to go to the petting zoo and pet a sheep. Last time I was there, it stunk. I wasn't touching it. But you see, my brothers and sisters, it's a wonderful image for us. Because many times we're like that. Someone wrote recently, I read somewhere, God created chickens in order to make sheep look smart. I don't know if that's true, but could be. You see, my brothers and sisters, sometimes we lack intelligence. Sometimes we are a little dumb. True story. In Mongolia, there were some Chinese shepherds, about 20 of them. And they had this very huge herd flock about 50 sheep, maybe even more. And they were bringing it across the land in order to graze, and near the sheep was a small lake about five feet deep. And as the shepherds were guiding the sheep, all of a sudden these two goats came out of nowhere. And these two goats ran in front of the sheep and they jumped into the lake. And guess what the 500 sheep did? They followed right behind all jumping into the lake. For the next three hours, the 20 Chinese shepherds tried to save the sheep. 250 they saved, 250 perished. They just couldn't save. And what makes it more interesting is that some of the sheep that they pulled out of the lake, after they pulled them out, you know what they did? They jumped back in. Now you heard the old cliche, my mother used it all the time. If everyone else in your group jumped off a bridge, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge as well? Well, the sheep did. And how many times, my friends, do we really do that? We just jump off the bridge. Well, everyone else is doing it. It must be okay. Everyone else is doing it. 
I don't want to look like the strange one, the religious one. So I'm just going to go with the crowd, go with the flow, do whatever society says, not make a big deal. doesn't matter what the gospel says. Sometimes we're really like sheep, my brothers and sisters. And sometimes you and I are a little stinky, a little smelly. And I mean that not in a negative way, but we are. Because I'm not talking here about body odor. I'm not talking here about body odor. I'm talking here about the stench that comes from our sinfulness. The dirt that collects on our soul. How are we like those sheep? Having that stench of sin. True story, I didn't know this until this week when I read about it. Do you know that the island of Guam has a snake problem? The island of Guam has a snake problem. In Guam, there are six to 12,000 snakes per square mile. I remember the Indiana Jones movie. Snakes, why does it have to be snakes? Six to 12,000 per square mile. They have a snake problem. Why? Because from the beginning, the island of Guam had no snakes. There were no snakes on the island. But during World War II, the brown tree snake slithered aboard some of the warships. And when those warships parked, docked in Guam, they slithered off. And because Guam has no natural predators for snakes, the population just exploded. And now they have a snake problem. My brothers and sisters, I use that analogy because sometimes we have a snake problem. Because God gives us all these good things and we touch it with our venom, our sinfulness, and it goes rotten. God gives us the gift of our bodies, and we misuse them in so many ways. God gives us the gift of our voice to proclaim the good news, to build people up, and we gossip about people, to tear them down. God gives us our time, our talents, and our treasures, and we ask ourselves, how do we use it to increase this kingdom? Do we use our time to build the kingdom of God? Or do we use our time just to watch some Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever it is? You see, my brothers and sisters, we do have a snake problem because of our sinfulness. We're very much like the sheep. But Jesus says in the gospel, I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for my sheep. You know, when we think about it like that, we realize the extent of God's love and the extent of God's mercy and how much God is reaching out to you and to me. On this Good Shepherd Sunday, my brothers and sisters, we are reminded that we here are the flock of God. And particularly here at St. Benilde, we make up a very particular flock. With all of our joys and sorrows, with all of our talents, and yes, our idiosyncrasies but we journey together as the people of God, as the church. And it's very important because as Jesus also says, when he is the good shepherd, my know me and I know them. They hear my voice. It's important to hear the voice of the good shepherd. And as the flock of God, it's important that you and I, my brothers and sisters, we're able to communicate with one another, to not only hear the voice, 
but then to be able to go forth and respond to the good news. That's why, and here I move into my public service announcement, that's why I asked you to bring your cell phone this Sunday. Why? Because you see, my brothers and sisters, for the last few decades, the church has primarily communicated through the Sunday Bulletin, which is a wonderful resource. But there are so many other resources that we can use, from emails to text messages to social media, all, when used properly, can be used as instruments to spread the kingdom. So I'm going to invite you, if you brought your cell phone, to take it out. This is your only chance I'm ever going to say this. So you better enjoy it now. If you brought your cell phone, take it out and open up whatever your app is or wherever it is to get to your area where you can text. If you didn't bring your cell phone, I'll tell you how you can do all this at home. But the reason why I'm doing it here is because you know what often happens. Father Cooper says all of this and you walk out the door and you just, oh. Yeah, you know, amen, it's true. I know it too. So if you have your cell phone, take it out. This is very simple exercise. But in case it's not simple, I do what I do for the children. I brought a prop. Here's my prop. Flash if you have hot donuts. Okay, here's my prop. Look, it lights up. Very, very simple. I want you to text the word Benil. B-E-N-I-L-D-E. Text the word Benil, just the word Benil, and you only need to text it to five digits. Eight, four, five, seven, six. Eight, four, five, seven, six. If you don't know how, you, how to text on your phone, ask your neighbor. If your neighbor doesn't know, go home and ask your grandchildren. Eight, four, five, seven, six. Text the word Benil. Hit send, and you'll get a reply text. And when you get the reply text, not during mass, but after when you get home, you hit the little link and it's just gonna ask you for your first and last name and you can, then you can give your email address and then you can get emails and texts from the parish. And I promise you, I will not bother you every single day. But it is very important that we're able to communicate with one another. Text Benil to 84576 and hit send. If you didn't bring your cell phone or if you don't text but you just do email, you can actually also sign up online using your computer. There are these black and white flyers next to the bulletin, some by the piano, and next to the bulletins right outside where we normally keep in the front of church. It's got all this information here. Benilde and the number, and it also has the web address if you want to do it online, uh, because you don't use text, or you just want to do email, or you prefer to do it that way, you can do it as well. So you can take a flyer home uh, for that, or if someone's missing and you want to give them a flyer, you can do that as well. You see, my brothers and sisters, the reason why we remember Jesus being the good shepherd is, is that he lays down his life for his sheep. And as the sheep here at St. Benil, we are called to learn from the good shepherd to be able to lay down our life for one another. I close with this very brief little story, true story, that happened just a few weeks ago. I was asked to celebrate a funeral mass for an individual who I didn't know very well. And so one of the family members came in in order to tell me a little bit about the individual. And this is how the conversation started. Father, I don't know what you're gonna say about this individual, there's nothing good about the person. Nothing good. I'm not gonna tell you the relationship. There's not a single good thing about this person, there's nothing you can say. How did I respond? Very simply. 
My friend, I'm not here to brag about individuals. I'm here to brag about God. My brothers and sisters, that's what it means to be the flock. That as individuals, we remember that all praise and glory goes to God alone. And that we are the humble servants, the instruments in the Lord's vineyard. May God grant us the grace, my friends, to truly be the flock of the Lord.